When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year's Eve. I hope you had a great Christmas with your family, your friends, or however you like to spend the holidays. Today's episode is a Self Fridays episode. I love these episodes. I know I've only done one, but they are quickly becoming my favorites. Um, For those of you who don't know what the Self Fridays is, it's an episode once a month where we don't talk about business, fashion, or sustainability and mostly focus on you. It's a time for you to recenter, refocus, and get in touch with yourself. I post one once a month, um, but this month we're actually technically doing two because, you know, it's the holidays and I wanted to focus on you as you move into this new year, 2022. So as we close out 2021, I feel like we're kind of getting to that point in our life where we're starting to realize the circumstances, for example, around COVID isn't really changing. Working from home is becoming more of a permanent situation or whatever it is. And with that, um, it can be quite painful. You know, it can be a quite difficult to accept that you're pushing your boundaries. You have to grow in different ways that you didn't know you needed to. You have to develop different parts of you that you didn't know you had to before because we've changed so much as a society and this has really pushed us to grow in ways that may sometimes be painful. So what I'm going to talk about today is embracing the growing pains, you know, the the pain of change, acceptance, adaptation, and complete reinvention of society. Our lives have really pivoted dramatically and we find ourselves in dire need of essential tools to guide us to become more resilient and take on our new year or our new lives with grace and confidence. So in this episode, I've outlined four essential tools to help you learn not only to embrace the growing pains, but to capitalize on them. And in order for these tools to work to their full potential, it's important to be honest with yourself, accept your flaws, be kind to yourself, and be willing to practice these exercises to achieve a more confident and capable you. I know a lot of the times we set goals for the new year, we want to become fitter, eat better, but we don't really think about the growing pains that come with it. So let's begin. The first tip I want to mention is before asking yourself, why me? Ask, why not me? (laughs) In an insta-perfect world, it's easy to feel victimized and alone when something bad happens to us. The problem with how we live now in the digital era of perfection, we feel that any attack or threat is personal. We feel we don't deserve the pain and suffering that comes with life, and we wallow in self-pity and suffering, feeling utterly alone and deserted. But one unarguable fact that we all, myself included, sometimes forget is we are all equal in the sense that we are all human and therefore will inevitably experience some pain and discomfort in our life. The real power here comes from recognizing that and capitalizing on it. Recognizing that life will eventually be challenging and acknowledging that struggles will eventually find us can help us become more prepared and resilient when those challenges arise. 
I feel that as children, we're told we are unique and that everything will be okay. And although this is said with only the best intentions at heart, that constant repetition that we're special and exempt from suffering eventually hurts us and makes us more susceptible to falling and drowning. We must change the paradigm and instead of asking, why me, when challenges arise, to ask ourselves, why not me? What makes me especially exempt from the challenges of life? And that will help you take on the challenge with grace and confidence, knowing you are capable of handling whatever's at hand. The second tip I want to give you is care for yourself. Self-care comes in different shapes and forms. I find that the idea that of self-care that usually gets the spotlight the most is the mask time, long bath, little bit of wine time type of self-care. <laughs> and although this is an essential part of self-care, and particularly one of my favorites, of course, it's not all of it. Self-care also means doing things that are uncomfortable to reach a whole new level of self, especially when we're in a growing phase. This can mean different things to each of you. It might mean showing up to the gym when you much rather be at home in a blanket watching your favorite show. It might mean choosing a healthier option rather than mindlessly snacking or ordering in. It might mean sitting down with yourself and writing down what parts of your life you feel you need to focus on, what are your plans, and what, where you see yourself in the future. For each of us, it's something different, but it's that nagging feeling in the back of our heads that's telling us, please take care of me. I need you now more than ever. Ignoring this part of you that so deeply craves care and attention eventually numbs you and makes you complacent, tired, and even frustrated with life. You can start to feel self-destructive and convince yourself that nothing you do will fix the problem you feel so deep. By choosing to care for each part of you and by showing up for yourself and doing the uncomfortable work, as well as the gentle and loving care that you need. You can tap into a whole other level of self that you may have otherwise not known existed. The third tip here to help you embrace the pain of growth is find the balance. It's easy to get so caught up in the moment and the drama of the world. We tend to consume ourselves with news and information that isn't always beneficial for ourselves. Finding balance and reconnecting with every part of your life is necessary to keeping your head in the game and to embrace growing into a more evolved you. Balance is as described, an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain steady. In this case, we want to feel steady, secure, and in control of our lives considering all the madness that's around us 24-7. And we don't need to do this by trying to distract ourselves with random things to disconnect. Finding balance simply means evenly distributing the weight, the weight of every aspect of your life, including maintaining a deep connection with yourself, your loved ones, and family, and putting in time for your goals and personal projects, keeping in touch with your health and wellness, so making sure that you're sleeping well at a decent time, eating healthy, working out, all of that, and then also putting time for having a lifestyle and activities, you know, maybe take some snowboarding classes or hike on the weekends or hang out with some of your friends. That's really what I mean by balancing your life, not necessarily cutting out work completely so that you can, you know, go out for a week and disconnect from the world completely. 
completely, even though sometimes that is very helpful. But it's really just about evenly distributing the weight between every part of your life. Although this is easier said than done, and I know that keeping a balance considering all aspects of your life can be really challenging to maintain. Honestly, this is something that I'm currently struggling with a lot. I have struggled with balance my whole life, and I also have major imposter syndrome and feel like I need to be working 24-7 or else I'm going to get in trouble, even though I only report to myself. But anyways, I know how difficult it can be to um, balance out your life and reprioritize and make sure that every single aspect is being considered in a calm and uh, productive way. And when I mean productive, I don't mean um, work. I mean, like, if you're just sitting on your bed and looking at your ceiling and letting your imagination fly, that could count as productive because you're spending time with yourself. You're reconnecting with your soul. So I feel like the definition of productivity needs to be redefined, but that's a whole other thing that I'm not going to get into. Anyways, back to balance. (laughs) One tool that's helped me a lot is having a daily journal or calendar that I fill in every morning, including at least one task from each category. And this way you can actually achieve your goals and projects more efficiently at the given deadline that you intended and all of your other needs are being met because you've acknowledged their importance and set aside a specific time frame for each one. It might sound far-fetched, but once you try it, you might surprise yourself with how fulfilling life can be when you're living every single part of it, (laughs) not just the project goal slash work part. And remember, you know, nobody's perfect. I, for one, am not perfect. I'm trying to implement this in my life. Some days are great, some days are not. So again, reiterating what I said at the beginning of this episode, be kind to yourself along the way. The last tip that I have for you as you embrace the growing pains that might come with 2022 is to show up for the world and others. Showing up for others and the world can add so much fulfillment to your life. Not only is it a good thing to do, but it also brings you joy and reduces stress levels and gives you a sense of gratitude for your own life and your own situations. And by showing up for the world and others, I really mean just be there, be present in where you are, show up. If you are in a conversation with someone in person, be there, show up for that. Or if you're in going for a walk in the park to let your brain breathe, be there. Don't be on your phone. Just take a step back and really take in the world, take in the people that are moving around you and really feel your environment. And I know it can be very difficult to do that, you know, just to step back and show up for what's physically around us at this moment, especially when we know in the back of our heads that there's so much wrong happening in the world. But you have to remember, in order to make a difference, to embrace the uncomfortable, to grow despite the challenges, we need to take on the approach of stubborn optimism, which is acknowledging the bad, being aware of the problems, but being stubbornly optimistic to change the narrative and to change the way things are and to make it a little bit better even if that means getting off your phone and being present 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to leave a review either on Google, Apple Podcast, or now you can leave a rating on Spotify. That's super cool. Um, You can't leave a review, just a five-star rating would suffice. (laughs) Um, But aside from that, I hope you have an incredible New Year's Eve. Enjoy tonight. Stay off your phone. Don't listen to the news. Just be present with the people that are in your life. Have a great New Year's Eve and uh, even better start to your 2022 and I will see you next week.